Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Places of encounter. By their very nature, schools are places of encounter. In fact, one of the key formative components of a school is forming the human heart so that it opens itself to others and allows itself to be enriched by them even as it contributes to the enrichment of others in turn. I propose as the first pathway of synodality that schools optimize the opportunity offered by the encounter that takes place in them to be truly synodal. How does that differ from what is happening now? The fact that people encounter each other, students encountering other students, teachers and students encountering each other, is largely a matter of happenstance. It just happens that at school, people encounter each other. But if leaders of Catholic education transform the encounter that takes place in our schools, colleges and universities into a deliberate movement of coming together, into a structured gesture of assembly and welcome, then we shall be making use of a powerful opportunity to tread the synodal path. Administrators and teachers will welcome students not only because they have enrolled and paid their fees but also because they are to be our fellow wayfarers on the way to the kingdom. The new academic year has already commenced, and most of the time, the orientation program is an introduction to the organizational structure of the school, a familiarization with its mission and goals, and an introduction to its teaching force and its support staff. If we seize the opportunity of a new academic year, however, to come together, as Pope Francis bids us to, then the orientation program, and, in fact, the entire academic year, will be a constant invitation to the students to join their administrators and their teachers in the common endeavor of discovering more faithful ways of being church. This will mean that being in church and setting our feet on the way toward the kingdom will take us beyond the monthly celebration of the Mass or the occasional prayer assembly. Administrators, teachers and students alike will ever be cognizant that being together, navigating their way through the meandering course of education together, facing adversity and challenge together is their way of being church. There is a beautiful movie I watched several years ago. It was titled Mr. Holland's Opus, and it dealt with a man who gave his life to teaching music, many times to uninterested youngsters. In that movie, the wise principal gifted Mr. Holland with a compass, and told him, don't teach them just music. Give them a compass. Synodality is setting the common compass of administrators, teachers and students pointed at the direction of the kingdom of which the church is the seed in the beginning. As a consequence of transforming admission into opportunities of encounter, we must also revisit our admission policies, for many Catholic schools are known to be bastions of the rich and the powerful that, either by express policy or by the implied barriers of tuition fee rates, systematically exclude sectors of the population. Quality has its costs, that is understandable. But when the passion for quality overtakes the imperative of inclusion, then we must ask ourselves whether we have stayed the synodal course. Then, too, while the moral doctrine of the Catholic Church continues to have serious issues with homosexual acts, must these misgivings be translated into policies of exclusion from our Catholic schools of those who identify themselves with the LGBTQIA sector of our communities? We can do better. In fact, it is a potent formative element that students become accepting of each other, not allowing sexual orientation, gender and idiosyncratic ways to become cliff faces against genuine friendships and constructive fellowships. Often, the Catholic character of a school is occluded by its practices toward its employees, and I think in particular of janitors and janitresses, security guards, and maintenance personnel. If we, administrators, dare to be forthright, 
we will readily admit that these are sections of our school population that we normally do not include in exchange, in discussions of policy, or in serious conversations about the direction the school takes. Our seriousness about seeking pathways to synodality must move us to find ways of including them in collective discernment and exchange. And this means instilling in our pupils and students that the Manangs and Manongs of the school community are as much honored and respected members as are the director, the principal, the teachers and the pupils. A second pathway of synodality that I would like to propose has to do with our concept of excellence. In most SEEP schools, excellence means attaining level 3 or level 4 accreditation by POSCU or some other prestigious accrediting agency, perhaps even regional or international in stature. Regrettably, excellence as measured by accreditation instruments has to do with the delivery of instruction, facilities including library and laboratory holdings, administration, faculty profile, and philosophy and objectives. A Catholic school that is in earnest about synodality will redefine excellence to include such synodal imperatives as the formation of pupils and students toward active membership in the Church, the competence for and facility in engaging with an ever-widening circle of fellow wayfarers, capacity for engagement with traditionally marginalized members of society, the concreteness of programs that expose the academic community to the meaningful thematics and to the life world of those they have heretofore kept distance from. How willing are our students to enter into constructive relations of friendship and companionship with people different from them in ethnicity, language, culture and economic and social class? How much effort have the members of the faculty put into engaging otherwise excluded or marginal sections in the academic journey of the institution? What processes and mechanisms has the administration put in place so that the schools they direct are stations from which the synodal journey may start or waystations that provide relief, comfort and succor to those wearied by the journey? I have no illusions that accrediting agencies, much less the government regulatory bodies, will change their criteria of excellence anytime soon. But to be resolute about pathways of synodality is for each Catholic school to redefine excellence and recalibrate the programs, activities and projects by which to attain this renewed concept of excellence. Rani underscore Aquino at sanbeta.edu.ph Rani underscore Aquino at csu.edu.ph Rani underscore Aquino at outlook.com